Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek his truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to the uncomfortable truth. I'll give you a scenario here. Driving down I-20, I-20 is the interstate runs through kind of the middle part of Texas. Speed limits from, you know, 55 to 75. Almost United States. It goes all the way to the oh, coast. It does, yeah, it does. Both sides, right? Yep. Both yeah. sides of Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, and all, uh, all the way all to, the way to is it Nevada? Does it kind of stop in? I think it stops somewhere um, outside of. Brandon, you know you were on it yeah, going think, to Phoenix. Uh, yeah, I think. It's south of I-40, so it doesn't go all the way to. Doesn't uh, go all the way to California. The first thing that jumped in my mind is, who cares? <laughs> Texas is Texas yeah. is yeah, we're just, country. We're just talking about Texas here today, boys. Me and my family never leave the promised lands. So we just know it goes from one part of the I state to the next. That's the truth. I when like, people tell me they know. moved, they moved here. You know, from another state, I'm always welcome to the promised land. <laughs> I'm glad you're here, but it took you a long time to get here. Yeah. So rolling on I-20, and I'm pulling a camper, and uh, I'm pulling a camp. Not only am I pulling a camper running down I-20, I'm going about 60, 65 at this point. I'm pulling a camper that they say is made to pull with a half ton. <laughs> well, I don't believe everything you're told. A half ton will pull it, and I'm pulling it with a half ton. It is not recommended <laughs> unless you pulled a lot of stuff in your life. So, rolling down I twenty, still not recommended though. No, I wouldn't do it. Now there are smaller campers that half tons pull fine, but this thirty-seven footer is not one of them. <laughs> Bumper pull. So I'm rolling down I twenty in the uh, middle lane and there's no construction but they i think they had done some work on the roads and and there's an 18 wheeler we're packed in traffic's pretty heavy there's an 18 wheeler in front of me probably i'm gonna say 30 yards and then there's one to the right of me or you know like i said we're rolling 60 65 and the one to the right of me the front of my truck is about mid of his trailer okay so all of a sudden the the 18-wheeler in front of me clears, and the one on the right of me just comes in my lane. No warning, no nothing. So, I fortunately, there was nobody to the left of me. Actually, it was four lanes, so there's nobody in the two lanes left of me. But there are people in the two lanes directly behind me, left of me. So, I immediately brake and swerve over, not swerve, you know, ease it over, Trailer brakes lock up. This guy just comes. He's he's in my lane now. He just all the way over. Trailer brakes lock up, and they start going. The trailer starts going sideways. Oh no! Going down I twenty about sixty miles an hour, and I can see my rearview mirror in the right one, not the left one, because that's the way the trailer was going. That everybody is locking up, going left and right, trying to. And my wife was also right behind me pulling the trailer at the same time. Fortunately, her car has the automatic braking, so she, you know, it just started. All that, like, old butt puckering moment, right? <laughs> but I guess reevaluating the situation and what's uncomfortable about it is that the guy that came in my lane, I think he made some bad choices, 
but he didn't have a choice because his lane was ending. Uh, so he just came over, and I'm sure he had his blinker on, but I couldn't see it because I wasn't behind him. I, there's a point to that story. I'm still trying to figure it out after going through that, but it's... Uh, He's still traumatized. It was an man. uncomfortable moment. It was very uncomfortable. Welcome to the uncomfortable truth. <laughs> Brandon's on the mic today, and I'll open this up in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you for uh, four guys in this room, and I thank you for everybody listening. Uh, Lord, I pray that you would guide their paths today and uh, guide Brandon's path uh, in order to glorify you. Lord, we love you, and we lift you up. Amen. Amen. So I thought today, you know, I, I am wired to get practical information. When somebody tells me something theoretically, I want to hear something followed up after it going, this is how you use it. Theory is great, and I love theory, but if I can't see this is how I used it personally, I'm like, I'm done. You know, I, I want to go on to the next thing. That's just how I take in information. It's how I'm wired. So I thought I'd take you through a little practical uh, event that went on recently, not necessarily event, but uh special moment so we all have children at this table i'm sure many of our listeners do and with four kids my wife and i have tried to make it a priority to have one-on-one time with each of the kids Um, we've gotten better at that as we've aged and been parents longer it's vital and so we have these things that uh, i read a book called the summer family board meetings i think is what it's called and it's essentially where you prioritize each child getting to choose what they want to do within reason. And you're just really spending time with them hearing their heart and things. So my daughter, um, she's just, she's on top of everything, almost to a fault where I want to wring her neck sometimes because she knows everything about everything. And uh, she's just a a nine-year-old girl that really pays attention to a lot of things. So we're talking on the way to one of our family board meetings, me and her. And as I've aged i've gotten better at having real life conversations with my kids because i can't i'm I'm recognizing i can't shield them from it but if i can really have conversations about something going on i'd rather that than them be told by the world right so i don't remember what how it came up but let's go brandon came up okay and she asked about it i don't remember if we heard something and i it prompted me to go baby do you know what that means and she said well, I've I've heard some people talk about it, and I know that she a lot. Knew. Of, yeah, well, <laughs> she said, and I know that a lot of people think it's funny, but I don't know the whole story. Like I don't know really what happened. So I said, okay. So I proceeded to tell her uh, the best I could, and she. I don't think she really knew everything because of her reaction. And here's a, a key piece, and I'm going to give you the practical side too, uh, tied back to the Bible. Yeah, y'all are thinking, how is he going to connect? Let's go, Brandon, to the Bible. Let me show you. It's a hot topic right now. It's it's practical. So I'm explaining to her what happened at this race. And and, and let's just be, let's lay it all out there. I don't follow a bunch of politics, but I have my own personal opinion, and it hasn't always been positive in this area. Okay? Um, And I probably have said and thought things that are not pleasing to the Lord about this topic. Okay. So I'm just, I'm throwing myself out there in front of the bus right now. And this is the beauty of children. So I'm telling her what happened and she's like, Oh man. And then we get to kind of the punchline of where the reporter tries to cover it up in my mind. And I kid you not guys in all sincerity and as genuine as possible. She goes, that was really thoughtful. That reporter. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. (laughs) 
and, and she was dead serious. And I said, what did you see? She goes, that was really thoughtful of her to not let someone be spoken about like that. And I was like, I mean, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sitting there going. Nobody said that. No. You know? Or nobody's thinking that. And the truth be the told. The way they should be, right? I, 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 at that moment, my nine-year-old, like, broke me down. She doesn't know it. But <laughs> broke me down, and I'm like, you know what? That is purely seeing people for being good. Mm-hmm. Because what happened is that reporter got swooped in. Who, that, whether it was genuine or not doesn't matter. It's from the eye of the, the beholder of sure. are you seeing people for good or for bad? Sure. And so one thing I've improved upon slightly is I go to the Bible more often earlier than later. Used to, I'd have to just be... Like I always say, hit over the head by a two by four many times before I'm like, hey, you need to get in the word. So I was like, okay, well, let's practically look at this and let's think about let's go Brandon from a biblical perspective. Okay. So I said, and this is how I look up topics now. Let me go find anything that says anything about leaders, mindset, or judgment. So I look up those keywords in my Bible and I just don't, I, I start digging. So I'm going to give you several verses here. And just listen to them all. This is over judgment. Matthew 7. Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? That's pretty clear on judgment. All right. Another one. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. That's James 4, 11 and 12. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the low and judges it. So, and I'm going to keep going because this is how easy it is to use your Bible as a practical tool. And that's the point I want to make here is if we're not, if we say we don't know the answer, we're not opening the Bible. It's that simple. Uh, Sean said in our earlier podcast, we've been given a blueprint. It is right there in our hands every day or on our phone. First Peter 2, 17, show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers, fear God, honor the emperor. Romans 13, 1. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. There's several others. Proverbs 28, 2. When a country is rebellious, it has many rulers, but a ruler with discernment and knowledge maintains order. Why did I pick that one? Because Let's Go Brandon is the president of our United States. I can't judge and make him do anything. But Proverbs 28.2 says very clearly how that should happen for him as being a leader of a nation. Right. Yeah, he's held to the same standard that Absolutely. we are. Absolutely. By the Bible. Absolutely. So then I went down and I said, let me find some things about leaders in general. Okay. Psalms twenty or 2, 10 and 11. Therefore, you kings, be wise, be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and celebrate his rule with trembling. Proverbs 11.14. For lack of guidance, a nation falls but victory is won through many advisors. Proverbs 21.1. The king's heart is a stream of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it wherever he will. That one, like, jumped out at me. And last one, Job 12.23. He makes nations great and destroys them. He enlarges nations and he disperses them. So the practical piece in this is that the Bible is all we need other than our relationship with the Lord. Those two things go hand in hand. And so if there's ever a topic where you're struggling, 
even if you're not struggling, that's probably even a better example. Even if you're not struggling and you think you got it all together, it's probably not a bad idea for us to cross check what we think we got together and be sure it's biblically sound. I am very guilty. I've gotten better, but I'm very guilty of giving my opinion on a topic to someone who trusts me to ask my opinion before vetting it with what I know the Bible says sometimes. Right. And then going back and going, crap. <laughs> That's not what the Bible says. That's what Brandon Goswick thinks best. So, one, the love of children. If you have children, spend individual time with them and listen to them. They will very simply keep you grounded in what matters the most. And a lot of times it's not stuff that we get focused on. And then two, the Bible is is there morning, day, and night, 24-7. It, has, it is the blueprint of how to live this beautiful thing that he's given us called life for leaders, for, you know, presidents, for our judgmental hearts. Uh, the list goes on and on. There's not a topic that's not covered in there. So didn't really have any, like, huge questions, you know, any thoughts that y'all might have on that. Um, but I thought that was pretty cool when she said that was very kind of, of that reporter. It, uh, like, it shocked me. I yeah. think, you She's know. She's probably the only person that said that in the entire United States. You maybe, know? you know. You know what I mean? I yeah, mean, it's, it's, it's just crazy. not, it's not the, you know, everybody just wants to mock and make fun and this and that. I agree. And uh, that thought was a very innocent, true thought. And I thought to myself, what if, what if I, I could do better at seeing the, trying to mm -hmm. see the world through a child's eyes, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and I was, I felt immediately so blessed that that was even a thought that came out of one it's of my children's cool. brains. I um, think that we think we know too much. Therefore we let our past experiences dictate how we feel about certain situations. I mean, that everybody does that, right? Yeah. You take your, you take what you've gone through, what you've seen, and you formulate an opinion right. based on the situation that you're in or a situation that has come up. And I think what you're saying, Brandon, is, number one, let's not formulate our opinion just on me. Let's formulate our opinion based on what the Bible says. And what does the Bible say? The Bible says, do not judge your fellow man. Okay, that's the first thing. And the second thing it says is the leaders will be held to a standard by the Lord. And so that is not necessarily our, it's not our responsibility to cast judgment or to, um, to dictate those experiences and to think that we need to know what's going on right there. Yeah, that I know that, and the only way I'm going to stay in God's will is to keep going back to his will and through the word and praying on it because judgmentally, yeah, that jumps out to me all the time of, you know, well, I think this, like Shane said, you become jaded on what you think you believe. And so you start acting in that way. So you may go, I mean, I went months with the let's go Brandon thing before that happened. Yeah. yeah. And and literally that one comment has shifted my whole, where's my energy going? Is it going towards building up the kingdom of heaven or is it going towards making fun of somebody because of let's go Brandon? Right. Because it makes me feel better about who I think should have been or shouldn't have been president. I mean, that's the simple truth. And that's 
the devil's all up in that going, yeah, keep going. Exactly. Keep going. Exactly. You know? It's like he keep, it's like we keep going back to um you know and <clears throat> Tony Evans and, and all the books that I've read that that he uh, wrote it's it's all about aligning ourselves with the Lord. Um just aligning ourselves with God. And how do we do that? You know, I mean uh, it's not what we should do. It's it's what we have to do every single day. We've got to get in the Word. We've got to study, be obedient to the Lord, and align ourselves with the the values that are brought forth in in the Word. Um, and and the only way that we can do that is to be in it every day. That's true. Uh, on the good days, on the bad days. Um, you know, I mean, we got to do it every day. So, um, you know, it's, (laughs) I've had many moments like that with, with, uh, with my kids where it's like slap in the face, Mm -hmm. you know, like, holy crap, what was I even thinking? (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) and it's like, uh, you know, it's pretty neat when the Lord speaks to you through your kids. Uh, like you just said, it's, it's just kind of a, that came out of my kids yeah you know it's like this feeling it's this combo feeling of golly i've been i've been thinking that way in pride that it came from the child you birthed like there's still a chance that i can get my act together (laughs) yeah it makes me think about childlike faith yeah you know i uh, agree just just pure innocent thoughts and almost like the way god really wants us to see things Mm -hmm. uh but we convolute it so much with these outward influences that we never really get it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, God points it out to us through our children and, uh, it's pretty special. No pretty doubt. Cool. No doubt. I think if we, if we allow ourselves to con- consistently be molded by what we think is true and not, not go back to the Bible, then, I mean, have you ever met that when I think of like old people and I'm thinking like 80, 90 year old people, when I think of old people, there's usually, there's usually pre, Two pretty um, di- distinct groups. Yes, I agree. I know exactly. Where you're okay, going. go ahead. And one is the nicest old lady that you've ever met in your life that loves you, that'll give you a hug, that just prays for you, that just just loves people. Okay, old lady, old man. Okay, it's had a wonderful life. Is full. Is um, happy. Is is they just, ooze Jesus. Yeah, right. They, they ooze it. And the other one is just the meanest old lady you've ever met in your life. Just consistently almost evil. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah. And I think the one that is negative all the time and, and exudes just meanness is the one that has allowed the world to jade him or her. Mm-hmm. All the way up to that point, and at that point, it like I'm sure God can do a miracle and turn, but it's really hard for for us to get out of our ways when we've done something for eighty or ninety years. Mm-hmm. And the other side of that is being led by Jesus and following His Word, and and just oozing joy, doing, doing it for that long. Yes, you know I think that's why you you feel you almost feel the love when you walk into the room and they're mm-hmm. and they're in it mm-hmm. because they've they've been living in that uh understanding of how they need to be aligned with the Lord for eighty years. Yeah. Or or for fifty. You know, or mm-hmm. whenever it was that 
they chose to align themselves with the Lord. You, you know, know, that really makes me think it would be interesting to, you know, interview, if you will, 10, 15, 20 people in their 70s or 80s. I know a 99-year-old we can get on this show. And, well, <laughs> and here's the thing that I'm thinking is I wonder if you'll see with almost all of them a moment or moments where they can point and go somewhere in here I realized that it was Jesus and then everything else Mm -hmm. as opposed to I think the other side is probably more I have some false sense of control and the closer you get to your deathbed the more the reality is is that that's not the case and you fight even harder yeah I was going to say which makes you even more disgruntled jaded yeah yeah so I'd be that would be interesting to you know just hear their mind you know their mindset and their thoughts for sure yeah all right, guys, we're going to wrap it up right there. Sean, did you have anything else you want to talk about? I believe that's it, brother. Okay, thanks for joining us today. Uh, hit those buttons at the bottom. Help us reach more people for Jesus. Go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.